selling smoothies is what I do. But for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right, folks. Back on the Boss Man Show, friend of the show, Coach Jeff Warbrun. We're with me. Uh, second time on the show. We, year two, we, we talked about off air. He's a turn in Denver Pioneers, and Coach Warbrun's here with me. Coach, how is life in Denver, man? Year two. <laughs> Life is great, Jr. A lot has changed since we last spoke a year ago. Uh, I think we were three and nine at this point a year ago, and and today we sit at nine and three through twelve games. So uh, it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to see. It's been fun to watch the the participation, the interest from the donors, the fan interest, uh, just the level of uh, engagement in the program has changed so much in the last year. Really, really great to see. Coach, coming to a new job, um, seeing when you come to a child, sense the damage, we're here to kind of repair and rebuild. And that first year, South Central culture, what we saw over the past year to kind of say, hey, these guys get it, the, the, the organization gets it, my alumni get it, my donors get it, my administrators get it. I feel like, Coach, that's really key. Coming at you, kind of reassess things, kind of figure out how can I get this on the right track. So how's it been for you trying to go through yeah. that process here? JR, I think you hit the nail on the head. It was culture. Uh, that was the first assignment that I felt we had. And uh, I, I love being associated with a prestigious academic institution. I think it goes hand in hand with the culture that I want within my basketball program, uh, the high integrity, high character kids. We like to say kids that chase excellence and all they do on the court, off the court, uh, the way they represent our program and the university. So I, I think that was mission accomplished. I think we did a really good job there. And to your point about, uh, you know, donor involvement and fan engagement, uh, I think they've had a chance to meet the players over the last year and, and really like the ambassadors for our program and the university that we've put together. Uh, and then they've seen a change on the basketball court. You know, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, you, you know, it, it's reflected in your play and your wins and losses. And uh, we've really improved. Uh, we've uh, I thought we had a great recruiting class a year ago. I thought it provided us with tremendous depth for this season. We've suffered uh, a couple of key injuries to starters, but because of that depth, we've been managed to uh, to get off to a very effective start. So uh, I, I think it's all of those ingredients uh, that, that have helped put us in the position that we're in. And then, you know, coaches talk about buying a lot, JR. <clears throat> I... I I never do. Uh, I think I try to. I try our best to recruit kids that fit our culture, that fit the mission, the academic mission of the university, that fit our playing style, type of kids that that, that we want. And and I think uh, it's a little tougher now because sometimes you don't get to know them as well through the portal. 
you're not recruiting them for two years. You might be recruiting them for any, any, any length of time from two weeks to two months. But I think we do a good job of uh, assessing who would be successful within our program and uh, on the court, off the court. And we've put together just a, a, a really nice team. And I would tell you, every day I walk out on the court, man, I'm, I, I enjoy being with those guys. I hear that, Coach. I find that so important, Coach, is that the right fit, because I know in my field radio, you know, it's tricky. You know, I'm the main guy, but I'm not the guy. I needed my staff, too, with me. It's not the right fit and the right vibe. It just won't work for me in the show itself behind the scenes. So, like you said, Coach, fit. When guys have a deep roster, fit is really important because everybody can't play 25 minutes a night. So, accept your role as well, whoever you are. Exactly. And, you know, Jr. you you made the, the term fit. You talked about the term fit. I think fit is important for the coach as well. You know, are, are you at an institution that fits you? Does it fit your values? Does it fit your standards, your expectations, you know, of what college basketball student athletes should be? And uh, I feel like I've got a very good fit here at the University of Denver. No doubt, Coach. I'll tell you, man, uh, what about your team, man? Like you said, you're having great guys. I know when I played football, I know some of the guys behind me looks like they ain't able to get in the ball playing receiver. I know how it is in football, but for basketball, it's 13 guys out there. It's only five guys to be on the court at a given time and want minutes and want to accept your roles, knowing if you're a screener, knowing if you're a rebounder, you're your defender. So talk about having a deep roster and getting guys to play now that will help you down the road. But also, guys know that they're being ready when they're called upon. When the interest come, 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 come over the boundary, Coach. Obviously, the, the makeup of the team, the chemistry and the camaraderie is so important within the group. Um, as we build our program, I think the word program is the key word to keep in mind. Um, you know, nowadays with the portal, you see teams that literally have new teams. They, they have 10 to 12 new players every year. Uh, I made the conscious decision that at Denver, I didn't want to coach a different team every single season. I wanted to do what I could in today's college environment to to build a program. And I think you build a program by bringing in young, talented kids and you develop them. And then of course, the, the big word today to be able to sustain that is retention. You've got to be able to retain the kid, the young, talented kids that you have in your program that you develop. And I think you do that by the way you care about them on the court, off the court. Um, I, I think you the, their quality of life off the court is very important to me. I think our guys have a great quality of life uh, here in Denver. Um, they live in a major metropolitan area. There's lots to do. Uh, there's certainly a, a ton of options as a pro sports town. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful environment. It's a wonderful culture. Um, so I, I think that, that that's part of it. So uh, we had three key freshmen a year ago in Toko Teamo from Finland, Coben Porter uh, from Columbia, Missouri, and Tevin Smith from Danville, Illinois. Those were three freshmen a year ago, and they had the opportunity to come in and play significant minutes for us. And they all they averaged double figures in league play for us last year. They established themselves as really solid summit league players. So this year, in addition to that, uh, we, we added um, Justin Mullins from Chicago. Justin is averaging 12 and a half points a game for us this year as a freshman. We've added Dan Mukuna, a 6'8 perimeter player from Germany. Uh, we added a transfer who's still just a redshirt freshman in Ben Bowen from Wyoming. Ben's dad is an assistant coach with the Denver Nuggets and longtime NBA player. So 
Uh, and, and last year, we also had another freshman, Pedro San Vicente. So there's seven young players that we've we've been developing and then have been really productive for us. Now, in addition to that, I think you've laid a, a solid foundation uh, for success beyond you know one year at a time. Now you use the portal, and we we have used the portal to find graduate transfers that fill needs. We've used the the portal to find undergraduate transfers. Um, our point guard this year, who is uh, one of the best, maybe the best point guard in the Summit League, Tommy Bruner a transfer from Jacksonville. Uh, Tommy's averaging 15 and a half points a game, almost five assists a game. Um, you know, he fit that need for us. I think another deficiency we felt we had a year ago was our rebounding. Uh, we were unable to get out and run as much as the, we'd like. And I felt the big cause of that was was not being dominant on the defensive glass. So we added Lucas Kasunas, a graduate transfer, 6'10", 260 pounds from Stanford, and Tyree Corbett, uh, graduate transfer six seven with a seven foot wingspan from Coppin State, and uh, along with Toko Tayamo, uh, we we've been rather dominant on the on the glass this year, which has allowed us to get out and run and, and be a high scoring team this year. And coach, as you said, finishing possession is so key. That rebound to get that ball and go. That's something Coach Nathan built up all the time. Coach Nathan also has a finishing possession. Rebound, finish, just get out, get out and go. So, guy break. So, Coach Miller talks about all the time we're here at the Hawks. So, it sounds it's like, oh, I, I hear that every day in practice. I like that. <laughs> so, it must make sense. It makes sense to you, right? Yes, indeed, it does. You also got DeAndre Craig. Uh, you signed him, Coach. Tell me about that young yeah. man coming to your team next year, Coach. Yeah, boy, JR, we're really excited about him. We don't have great depth at our point guard position this year. Tommy Bruner's playing big minutes for us. And uh, he's, boy, he's doing a hell of a job in, in so many ways, leading the team, scoring for us, dishing, creating opportunities. Um, he, he's, uh, he runs the show. He's uh, uh, really does a great job connecting with his teammates, but we don't have a great deal of depth. We don't have another true point guard on the roster. So DeAndre Craig, as you mentioned, is a point guard uh, that goes to Mount Carmel High School in Chicago, uh, being an all-state player. Um, we're really excited about him. I, I, I would love had if I have my choice to beat defenses down the floor every time, and instead of slugging it out five on five against a set defense, if we can do a good job on the glass and get out and go and hit a defense that hasn't been set yet, that that's that's my desired offense. Um, and we're doing a lot more of that this year. And even if the defense gets back to some degree with three or more defenders, we hit them with a set action in our secondary break. That's been very good for us this year. DeAndre is a jet from foul line to foul line. Uh, and he will certainly add that dimension in a year, along with a great on-the-ball defender, which uh, which we really need. Um, so we're really excited about uh, bringing DeAndre aboard a year from now. I hear that, Coach. You know what, man? I looked at some of your games, Coach. I tell you what, you win some close games, man. And so, but it comes down to possessions, though. That's why I tell people all the time. It's not so much talent, coach. It's possessions. And one of the close games are, are you learn in the in the action, the fire. Because you put that in practice, you do it in practice, but it's not the same thing as we in a real game, real environment, real pressure. So, about seeing your young men get that fire, that those tests already going to those close games, winning those games already at a young age for these young men. Yeah, Jr. You're you're right. Gosh, we've been involved in so many close games. Uh, you know, I I usually say to my team, you know, over the course of a season, 
you will have anywhere from six, seven, eight, nine games decided by three points or less. And when you think about that, you got about 17 points that may dictate your season. Uh, whether you win those nine games or you you lose them or you split them, uh, so far we've uh, we've done well in those games, and I, I think we've really played to our identity offensively this season. Um, we're a good shooting three point shooting team, not a great three point shooting team. So I think it's important that we understand that and that our threes need to come inside out. And uh, our identity was established very early this season, which I think helped us have some success early as other teams are trying to find themselves. Um, our, our identity is we attack the paint. Uh, we, we, we through post rolls, through lob passes, through post ups, through guard penetration, and we attack the paint on multiple times throughout a possession, trying to get the defense in rotation. Um, you know, after 12 games this season, uh, we're second in the country with a 53% offensive field goal percentage, second to Arizona. Um, we're second in the country in shots in the restricted area. We're uh, second in the country in free throws attempted. And I think fourth in the country in free throws made. So what that tells me is we're, we're playing very unselfish basketball. Uh, we're hitting the paint multiple times within the possession. We're playing to our identity. You know, the two, analytically speaking, the two highest percentage shots are your restricted area twos and your free throws. And we're doing well in those areas. So that that certainly has been a strength of our team this year. And coach, once again, here's something Coach Nate, Nate says, get them in rotation. Ball, but the, the ball moves in the rotation. All this stuff Coach Nate says, you said it, Coach. Hey, it's, you're on the right path. I know that for sure. <laughs> right you're a basketball side. guy, JR. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Coach. I'm loving it. And the <laughs> Summit League, Coach, is getting even – it's getting it's getting tougher, you know, and – um. The talent in the league, coaching the league, and you know my friend Joe Esposito, who coaches. I'll tell you a quick story about Coach yeah. Esposito. I was in his basketball camp as a five-year-old at right? Tennessee State. Yes, Joe must be an old guy. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he says he says it's crazy seeing one of my campers having a radio show. But I bet you was a you was a five-year-old kid. So, but yeah, so sitting in the KC man is fun, but. Fish Cuts Field, who you'll be playing real soon, Omaha. You know, Paul Mills does a good job at Oral Roberts. So talk about the coaching in your league and how deep it is talent-wise and coaching-wise, man. Yeah, it, it's uh, uh, nothing but respect with uh, with the peer coaches in the conference. Uh, these guys do such a great job. You mentioned uh, Joe at Kansas City uh, and Marvin, and, boy, they've got some great wins. Uh, you know, they're in year one of their rebuild process. Uh, I think they're doing great. They've got some really talented young players in their program. You, you mentioned Paul at uh, Oral Roberts, you know, probably the, the odds on favorite, I guess, to, to win the conference this year um, uh, with Max Asmus and company. And um, gosh, he, he's done a great job. And certainly he's done what we would all aspire to do is not only make the NCAA tournament, but make a deep run in it and, and get a sweet 16. So, um, and then last year at South Dakota State, they were the the they were the the cream of the crop a year ago in our league. They went through the league undefeated. Um, gosh, they lost an NCAA tournament game to Providence. That uh, outside of a bad start, uh, boy, they they I think they could have beat a lot of really good Power Five teams. So, I guess what I would tell you is this year, maybe with the exception of Oral Roberts, uh, uh, the top is a, maybe a little bit down. We don't I don't know that we have a team that will go undefeated this year. 
Um, but I think we have great balance. I think the, the middle and the bottom of the conference is much better than it was a year ago. Um, I, I think you're going to see the winner of our conference, maybe with as many as five losses. And um, you, you're just going to see some things. I, I, I think each, each summit league game where, Maybe teams in the lower end of the conference beat the teams in the upper end. And it's just, uh, there's such parity within the conference. We have such great coaches in the conference. Uh, it is a really skill-oriented conference and uh, highly skilled players. I think we saw that a year ago, my first year in the conference. Uh, but um, uh, it, it's, a, you know, like many good conferences, it's a, it's a dogfight every time you tee it up. You got that right, Coach. You got Omaha coming up here. So you probably see those guys on the field, man. Yeah. Um, boy, uh, you know, Chris is in his first year uh, there at Omaha. And, um, uh, boy, they've uh, they returned some very talented players. Um, you know, and, and I guess th there's just such parity. Th there's nothing that really differentiates maybe eight teams in the conference. You know, uh, I think Oral Roberts with everyone that they have coming back. Uh, and then uh, South Dakota State has a, a great deal of experience. I want to say South Dakota State has five guys with 25 years of experience at the college level. So, uh, you know, that that's what we all try to do. We try to get old and stay old with our teams. And, you know, teams are allowed, they can do that now within the portal and, um, you know, replace graduating seniors with graduate transfers. And, uh, you know, you're you're bringing guys in with with five and with COVID now. Gosh, as many as six years of experience at the college level. So, um, and then I think that's why you see the parity all across college basketball. No doubt, Coach, 100%, man. Somebody ask you this, man. Uh, you got a game, get, you got play Chris and those guys, they play Oregon State. So, this was just some days off before some elite play gets going for real. So, how you going spend time with your family, your, your wife, your children, no. man, with this holiday coming <laughs> up here, man? You know, I, I think like anyone in our profession, those days are few, few and far be, between, you know, and, um, I, I know one of the things that we've we've lacked, and I think everybody, uh, you know, talking to coaching friends across the country, you, you're just preparing for games. You're trying to get in all of your non-conference slate, and you just don't have a lot of practice time, uh, you know, where you have three days dedicated to getting yourself better and not concentrating on an opponent. So uh, we have a little bit of that. We have an off day today, and then we have three days to prepare for our next opponent. So we'll, we'll have a little bit of that, which is great, but we're looking to your point. We're looking forward to the break. Um, I, it's been a grind, I think for coaches and, uh, and players. And, um, you know, I think everybody's looking forward to, uh, we close out December 21st at Oregon state. Uh, and then I think uh, everybody hops on a plane to, to head home and we'll enjoy a good three, three solid days, which in our business is a good break, Jr. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I really encourage my guys to get away from it, uh, get their mind in a good spot, you know, get their bodies feeling better. Uh, I think mental health is such a big part of what we do with young people. And uh, just uh, I think the break is really needed. Come back refreshed and ready to attack our conference play after Christmas. Same here, Coach. You know, we have a game of 23rd against the Pistons. And you know, my girlfriend's birthday is Christmas Day, so she, she kind of got screwed. But but but, but, but we're well, got to make it extra special. Yes, yeah, we're going to Florida, but it's going to be raining in Florida. I said, baby, I'm sorry. I you want to go to the beach, but I break. I got the beach coming, so I, mean, I can't bring her in the winter. But weather with me, baby. I'm sorry. But three days off, I'm gonna enjoy that down there with her for her birthday. 
Well, we, my, my son's birthday is uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th. So same boat. We, we've celebrated them both at the same time. And uh, my son's a GA at Purdue and uh, they're having a great season, number one in the country. And uh, he's in his first year as a GA there. And it'd be nice to see him for three days and talk about his experience and compare notes with uh, with the best team in the country right now. I hear that, Coach. So good talks as always, Coach. I'll be cheering for you guys out there in Denver. You, you and Chris know I love I support you guys a lot, man. So let's know I'm looking, watching, looking, Coach. I hope you do well, man. Hope you get that big dance this year, man. Get that ticket, man. It makes noise, man. Thank you, JR. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Appreciate you reaching out to us and uh, anytime. Thanks, Coach. Have a happy holiday season, man. Thank you. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.